Lesson number 214. Yes, I'm sorry. Let's start with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. For meeting with us tonight, Father, we ask, Lord, that as we gather together in your name, that you would be among us as you promised, that, Father, our hearts would be knit together in faith, that, Father, we would uh, greatly desire to see more of, 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 your, of your, your goodness and your mercy and your long-sufferingness, and, Father, we ask, Lord, for a blessing to be on Brother Gibbon, that, Father, you would, he would speak as an oracle of thee, Father, that you would give him to recall the things you've shown him, Father, we... Confess that we appreciate the ministry of this brother, and we ask, Lord, that you would um, in, in, in give him the power, Father, to, to speak unto edification. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. Yes, amen. amen. Tonight we're going to be in, begin the 19th chapter of the Gospel of John. This will be our 214th installment in this book. Verses 1 through 4 of John 19. Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him. And the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him with their hands. Pilate therefore went forth again and saith unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you that ye may know that I find no fault in him. Amen. Now, in the, in the betrayal and the arrest and the trial of Jesus, we see a demonstration of what it means to be against Jesus. Yes, yes. Jesus said, He that is not with me is against me. That's right. Matthew twelve thirty. Now note, Jesus did not say, He that is not for me. Mm-hmm. The point here is not who is for Jesus, siding as it were with him, is it is who is not with him. Mm-hmm. Choosing not to join with him but rather just to verbally enter a kind of a neutrality concerning Jesus. Now, in all 56 versions of the Scripture I have, they all say, with me, not for me. The Amplified Bible says, once and for all, on my side. Now, from Christ's arrest in the garden through his crucifixion there was not a single person that stood with Jesus not one not a one confessed him to be the Christ not a one volunteered to die with him not one the inaction of the people Mm -hmm. put them with the chief priests, Pharisees, Pilate, and Herod. Mm -hmm. 
That's where they were cleansed. No one objected to Jesus being maligned and beaten, mocked, having a crown of thorns put on his head, or he was being spit on. No one objected to that. This is what was involved in Jesus treading the wine press of the wrath of God alone. When he was ministering to the people and was later alone, his disciples asked concerning the meaning of a parable. When he was on the cross, no one asked him any questions. Mm-hmm. There were no questions asked him. When he's on the way to the cross, no one asked him any questions. No one inquired about things pertaining to God or the scriptures. And why not? Why not? Because there was a greater eternal issue taking place here and no one could share it with him. Yes, amen. No one could share this occasion with Jesus. He had to tread the winepress and wrath of God alone. And no one could be with him. He could not have any comforters. All comforters were denied him. All helpers were denied him because of this factor. This was the work Jesus had to do alone. No one could join him with him. After he'd been cursed and tasted of the wrath of God, after that he commissioned John and Mary concerning the the care of Mary. But in redemption itself, no man had any part in it at all except Jesus. Only after Jesus was raised from the dead and enthroned in heaven would the lasting benefit of his death be realized. Now he's enthroned in heaven and we're receiving the benefits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Until he was enthroned in heaven, the benefits of his redemption weren't received. Pilate took Jesus and scourged him. In other words, they had him flogged or whipped with cords or flogged severely or flogged with a lead-tipped scourge whip. Scourging or whipping was commanded under the law of God. Here it was. People want to live under law. here's, Here's under law how it was. If there be a controversy between men and they come into judgment and the judges may judge them, that the judges may judge them, and then they shall justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. That's, that's the mandate. And it shall be, if the wicked man be worthy to be beaten, there were some, some things that you had to be beaten. Now here's, how, here's how they were beaten. That the judge shall cause him to lie down and to be beaten before his, the judge's face, according to his fault by a certain number. So, so certain offenses merited certain strikes, but under no condition could they exceed 40. Mm-hmm. 40 strikes he may give him and not exceed. Yeah. Lest if he should exceed and beat him above measure with many strikes, then thy brother should seem vile unto thee. Now the the Jews 
reasoned on this, and that's why they struck 40 save one, just in case someone lost count and they went over 40. That's how seriously they took this word. I, yeah. I somehow don't think that in our society that yeah. that word would be take there'd be too much leniency. Yeah. But that word was taken seriously. There was mercy under God's law, but there wasn't mercy under Rome's law. Amen. Yes. Historians say that there were two ways of making the things with which people were beaten, the whips. This is some strong definitions. There were two ways of giving the flash. One with thongs or whips made with rope ends or straps of leather, the other with rods or twigs. In other words, it was designed to cause significant damage. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've heard that people say that these were they, you were for the 40 stripes People would say that <laughs> betrayed their ignorance. He wasn't beaten according to God's law, which is 40 stripes. Uh-huh. This was according to Roman law, which was yeah. who knows how many numbers That's there right. were. Mm-hmm. Pilate's intent probably was to yeah. prove, provide some reason to let him go. But, you think, but he didn't realize how hard these Jews were. No idea the hardness of the hearts of Jesus' accusers. See, unbelief is the hardest of all taskmasters. Yes, amen. If a person doesn't is unbelieving or not trusting or not leaning yeah. on Christ, it makes them inexplicably hard yes, yeah. and callous. It moved the Jews, this hardness, moved the Jews to kill their own prophets. Yeah. And demand the crucifixion of Christ, who did nothing but good among them, healing their sick and delivering their people from demons. But their hard-heartedness of unbelief moved them. It moves religious men to oppose the truth of God. These are religious men. We're not talking about Gentiles here. Paul and Silas were beaten in Philippi. That was a Roman province. I gather it was this this kind of flogging that they experienced. Now Pilate did what he said said what he would do more than once. He said, "I will therefore chastise him and release him." This is called this was called chastisement. Yeah, yeah. And when you read about chastisement in Scripture. This is the kind of thing you're reading about. Yeah, yeah. No chasing of the Lord seems to be pleasant. He's not talking about a little slap on the wrist. He's yeah. not talking yeah, about that. Right. Yes, amen. Chastisement. And again he said that in the third time, mm-hmm. why what evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him. Yeah. Said, uh-huh. let him go. So three times he told them and that's, that's what he did. He carried it out. Now the soldiers platted a crown of thorns. Other versions retwisted a crown of thorns and weaving a crown of thorns. The word platted means twisted or braided. Yeah. In this case, the thorns, I give a picture, they depict the thorns, the, the 
thorns were twisted and woven yeah. in a circular manner to, to fit on top of his head. Right. Matthew says that the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. Yeah. Which we did we don't know how many there were, but it, it's estimated it could have been up to 600. Yeah. And they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. When they planted the crown of thorns and put it upon his head and a reed in his hand and they bowed the knee before him and yeah. mocked and mocked him saying, Look, Hail, King of the Jews. Mark, he adds that the soldiers led him away into the common hall and put upon his, about his head and began to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews. And they smote him on the head with a reed or rod and did spit upon him, bowing their knees and worshiping him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put on his own clothes and led him out to be crucified. Now Isaiah prophesied of this treatment, as many as were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of man. The NIV reads, just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man, and his form was beyond human, marred beyond human likeness. That's what we're talking about. So this, the severity of this, I want you to see the severity of this, not for the sake of seeing the severity, but to see the hardness That's right. That's right. of the Jews who witnessed this and did nothing about it. Yes. This, you know, the fact that he that um, uh, Pilate handed him over to the soldiers, these were not gentle. Men. No, no. <laughs> these were the, the most hardened, hardened people. Yeah. They they would just in a moment they would just kill someone without any remorse. That was their job. Yeah. And and, and this corporate punishment is what they were just experts at. They didn't take any have any remorse. They were this was something that their their boss, as it were, Pilate. And they had told them to do it, and they did it with vigor. I That's mean, they right. They did it. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, and the crown of thorns, when they hit that crown of thorns, it was more, because that, that probably hurt a lot. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. It did damage, yes. They didn't just sit it on his head, oh, I'm no. sure. This is what men did to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the worst was yet to come. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He was going to be smitten of God. Yeah. Yes. Isaiah 53, 4. Other versions read, struck down by God and wounded. God had wounded him, attacked by God. Mm-hmm. Some verses present this verse as though it was only the view of the people. We did esteem him stricken, smitten of God. Suggesting that God had not stricken him, but that was what, that's what the people thought was happening. Mm-hmm. But this is not a proper presentation. That's right. Amen. They thought he was being smitten for his transgression. Yes. That uh-huh. God was yeah. smiting for his transgression, but God was smiting him for their transgression. Amen. Yes. 
I remember when this very thought was postulated in our assembly a few years ago. Someone thought this is what it meant. That this meant the Jews thought that he was being smitten of God. But the Jews thought he was being smitten of God for his transgression, but he was, he was smitten by God for our transgression. Yes. Otherwise, his death would have counted for nothing. Yeah, that's right. Amen. The stroke that bruised the head of the the head of the serpent and finished the transgression was not was one delivered by God, not by men. Amen. That's right. Amen. Person has to be familiar with the Word of God and what was accomplished mm-hmm. by His death. Yes. It was all accomplished by God. Amen. God yes. is the one that implemented this. Yes. This is how bad, how evil sin is. Amen. When you think of sin, think of it. Think of what it cost Jesus. Just yes. think of it that way. Amen. And they said, "Hail, King of the Jews!" And they smote him with their hands. Matthew. Reads, and when they had plaited the crown of thorns, they put a reed in his right hand and took the reed and smote him on the head. Now, reed means rod. It was a, yeah. it was like a like a cane or staff. Mm-hmm. A reed. That's what Moses said. It was, he struck him on the head with it. Yeah. They said, "Hail, King of the Jews." Matthew reads, they mocked. Him. Now this is, I want to take, sit on this for a moment. They mocked him saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Mm-hmm. To mock means to treat someone in a derisive way, yeah. pretending that they're honoring the person and doing it. Yeah. That's what mocking means. Jesus told his disciples near the end of his ministry, all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son shall be accomplished for thee. He shall be delivered unto the Gentiles and shall be mocked. Amen. Mocking is a sarcastic way of pretending to honor somebody. Now I want to say some words about mocking because the, the apostles told about mocking happening in, in the last days. Paul told the Galatians, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Jesus was mocked here. Mm -hmm. This is not going to be forgotten. Jesus is not mocked just as God is not mocked. Uh You can't pretend. That's mocked. Pretending is not only hypocrisy, it's mocking. Amen. That's yes. what it is. Yes. Yeah. Again, Jude one eighteen says, "How that they told you there should be mockers uh-huh. yes. in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts." Yeah. They were mockers. They pretended they were from God. They pretended they yes. were prophets. Yes. They pretended they were teachers, but they weren't. Amen. They were mocking. 
Mockers are those who do not live with an acute awareness of God, yet in hypocrisy speak as though they do. Therefore the soldiers said the right words. Hail King of the Jews. Those are are proper words. But they were in derision. They were hypocritical words. Jesus upbraided the Pharisees for, for this type of thing, for mocking. He said, Howbeit in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men, for laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups and many other such things do you do. Matthew says, The people draweth nigh with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips but their hearts far from me. That's, right. That's mocking. Amen. That's yes. what mocking is. That's right. Well, I tell you, this uh, yeah. this jars the soul That's when it right. sinks into your it just sinks yes. into your heart. That's this right. jars the soul. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. In this text, the mockery was evident, for they made clear that they didn't believe in Jesus. However. All such mockery is is not always evident. The church at Corinth was deceived by mockery. Here's what Paul wrote to them. These were mockers he's talking about. Mm -hmm. For if he cometh, preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if he receive another spirit, which we have not received, or another gospel, Mm -hmm. which ye have not accepted, ye do. Ye might well bear with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now insightful being, they lay hold of this, a different. Yeah. They, they said they were preaching the real Jesus. Yeah, amen. But to them, the real Jesus tolerated ungodliness at the Lord's table. Yeah. The Jesus they were preaching allowed for suing one another at the law. Mm-hmm. They allowed for a fornicator to be in their presence. Mm-hmm. That was another Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the real Jesus. Yeah, that's right. At all. Mm-hmm. They were mockers. Mm-hmm. Amen. It wasn't. See, some people think, well, that was a different kind of Jesus. Well, a different kind of Jesus is a different Jesus. Or a different kind of spirit. A different kind of spirit is a different spirit. Yes. A different yeah. kind of gospel is a different gospel. It's yeah. not genuine. It's not real. Yeah. It's a mocking That's act right. of a yeah. mocking. Right. Saying something that it doesn't yes. comport with reality, but saying it like it does. Amen. And it can never bring you to God. It yes. Is. It can't do it. It can't take away your sin. It can't make a, a valid presentation of you before God. And it can't sanctify your no. soul. See, there are people they. Amen. People, uh, people think this is being critical. Well, I'll admit it is being critical. Yeah. It ought to be critical. That's right. Amen. We ought to be critical of lying in the pulpit. Amen. Yeah. That's right. Yes. This is, is this something we should tolerate? No. The apostles didn't. Jesus doesn't. You better not be a false prophet under the regime of Moses. Yes. Yeah, for Jesus, we... Uh, if Jesus is being preached, 
doesn't conduct himself like the real Jesus, if he's not tender toward penitent people, even if it was a harlot, if he's harsh toward people that are doing their best, or if he misrepresents Jesus as being tolerant of sinfulness, this is mocking. That's right. That's what this is. There are examples, let me give you an example of mocking God. There are professed Christians who pay tithes out of a sense of religious duty. Uh They really don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. They complain about doing it. Alright, that tithe is mocking. If a person does it Pay, and this is language of pay tithes. That's that's the language of scripture. Right. Pay tithes. So that's ten percent. So a person says, "Well, I can only afford six percent." That's mocking. That's mocking. Yeah. Now we don't have the right to judge up the other that's people. Right. This is just, but we got to make sure we we are not mocking. That's right. Amen. We're not. We're not doing less than God said yes. to do and think that God receives it because yes. we feel we're not able to Amen. do it. That's mocking. Amen. You know, the fact that we don't judge people doesn't mean that we don't preach the truth about tithing. See, this is a thing. So I've actually been told to, well, we should never bring that up. Well, this is something that God brought up. Yeah, he instituted it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, here's an example of the scribes Jesus said to them they did pay they did pay it the the tithe that was required they did pay it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. woe to you scribes Pharisees hypocrites ye ye pay tithe of mint and of knives and coming Mm -hmm. so they paid the tithe but you omitted the weightier matters of the law judgment mercy faith these ought you have done and not left the other undone that made their tithe mockery as though God had received their tithe even even though they omitted the weightier Uh there are weightier matters in the tithe they don't outweigh the tithe that's not that I would do away with it Mm -hmm. there are weightier matters and if you can't handle that how are you going to handle the weightier matters according to appearances I mentioned they were paying the tithe but in reality they were they are mocking God. Paul wrote of a time when men would be lovers of themselves, committing all manner of sin. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Just listen to this list of things here. Covetous, not satisfied with what they have, wanting more. Bolsters, braggarts, proud, exalting themselves above God, blasphemers, speaking against, denigrating, cursing, disobedient to parents, unthankful, Mm -hmm. unholy, Mm -hmm. without natural affection, Mm -hmm. truce breakers, you can't believe what they say, false accusers, incontinent, uncontrollable, Fierce, 
dangerous people, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, that's lofty thinking, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. These weren't down at the, not descriptive of the bar people. These are religious people. Professed Christian people. They didn't exist in Paul's day. They didn't exist in any significant numbers. But he says that these they were going to come. In the last, you'll know you're in the final period of time when this kind of stuff crops up. Well, this has cropped up. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. These things have happened by people mm-hmm. who say they are followers of Christ, Christians. According to appearance, they had a form of godliness. But they denied the power. In other words, their religion was powerless. That's why these things cropped up. A person's religion doesn't become vain because these things crop up. These things crop up because their religion is vain. That's right. That's, this is mockery. That's what this yeah. is. They were mocking God just like the soldiers who said, Hail, King of the Jews. They're in that same category. When Jude wrote uh, to those who were unwittingly allowed into among believers, they crept in unawares. Right under their noses they came in undetected. And they were his description of them, like clouds without water. They were they were terrible people. Mm-hmm. They were murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouths speak great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage, taking advantage of people. Mm-hmm. These can you imagine? People like this crept in without being noticed. Why weren't they noticed? People were asleep. Yeah. They'd fallen asleep. That's why they crept in unawares. Jude reminds them now. He reminds them. Beloved, remember ye the words that were spoken before the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers. That's what these people were. Mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. And the statement of Scripture, and it is true, God is not mocked. Therefore, in this event, one in which Jesus was summarily rejected by the scribes, Pharisees, Jews, Pilate, soldiers, we behold the previous sin, the grievous sin of being a mocker. That was being lived out in this whole episode. It was mockery on the Jews' side. Pilate mocked in the sense that he knew it wasn't right. right. Yeah. 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 right. But he gave in to yeah. the people. Amen. See, that in that sense, Amen. he was mocked. I believe if you have anything to add on this, please speak up. I don't want to just dominate here. Amen. It's been very good. And the chief priest stood there mocking him and said, He saved others. Yeah. He himself can't save. Yeah. Amen. See, they, they spoke. They're, they're delivering this word. Yeah. 
as religious people. Yeah, yeah. And then what you mentioned about uh, a person that really does serve God, he's walking in the Spirit, the, his religion doesn't hinder him. His out, outwork is right. But see, when a person is just doing something like pain ties or whatever, just perfunctory, they just, if I have an obligation, i got to do it. Yeah. it, it but it makes void. It makes it's a right. whole act this void then. You become a mocker. You become a mocking God. That's but uh, it's delightful to know that if you do, with your heart, serve God, walk in the Spirit, He will receive. He accepts it. Yeah, That's it right. Especially during this time, this was the power of darkness. Yes, That's during right. this time. And Satan was behind yeah. moving all of these people to say this. This language that comes out of their mouth is the language of the serpent. Uh-huh. If thou be the Son That's of God. Right. Yeah. Come down from the cross. Yeah, that's See, right. Jesus was in a weak state right now, like he was when he was in the wilderness, and he was 40 days without food and without water in the wilderness. And he said, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones be made bread. See, mm-hmm. the serpent's doing the same thing during this time. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the yeah. cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brother Kevin? Yes. I have found that uh, generally those. Uh, from the world to mock, but those the backsliders are the ones that mock. They're oh, yes. the ones that have hurt. That's exactly That's right. True. See, the Jews were, were the guilty of the greater sin mm-hmm. than Pilate. Pilate was charged with it too, mm-hmm. but theirs was the greater because they had been given more light. See, a person who's been given more light when they sin is greater than the person who has lesser light. And they fall, and they go to a lower Yes. Put that way. Brother Gibbon? Yes. The scripture says that out of the heart the mouth speaks. That's right. So if a person is saying something with their lips that is not of their heart, that's right. That is mocking. That's mocking. That's 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 the thing that come home very very strong to me. Actually, it's in the the text, and God said what was going to be. But that's what it is. It's pretending is mocking. Mm-hmm. Yes. And whatever you do from the heart, repent from the heart, confess from the heart, give one to God from the heart. When it's from the heart, that's what sanctifies it. Amen. That's right. It says in Proverbs 9 8, this is the NIV. Do not rebuke mockers, or they will hate you. Yes. <laughs> rebuke the wise, and they will love you. That's yeah, true. That's true. Because their heart's involved in it. Now Pilate speaks to the Jews again. Pilate therefore went forth again. Gee, you don't, you don't have any kind of a time frame in all this. But this, this must have been a law, quite a lengthy ordeal. And Pilate's trying to stop all this from happening. But see, this has been ordained by God. And so he, he can't stop it from happening. But, but the fact that he, he still went along with it, he's still charged with guilt. Yes, amen. Yeah. Other versions say, look, I'm bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. Now, I don't know how the bloodied, beaten, disfigured Jesus could substantiate the claim that I find no charge against him. I mean, <laughs> right. 
I don't, right. I don't think that, that testifies to that at all. No, that's right. So he, he shows you that a person's living in unbelief, they really don't know what to do. Yes, yes. So they'll compromise or sometimes maybe with violence they'll do their will, but they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's only when you live by faith and you live in fellowship with Christ that you come to a point where you do in fact know what to do. Amen. It's a blessed privilege, yes. brethren, Amen. to have that. So when you did the right when you did the right thing, mm-hmm. your faith is what enabled you to do that because Amen. it opened up the the connection between yes. you and Christ. Amen. And Christ directs you to do the yes. right thing. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a a benefit of salvation that I think is under understated a lot and probably not misunderstood probably misunderstood a lot or not understood. The fact that it's satisfying. Mm-hmm. Salvation and when you're in the thick of it, so to speak, you're living by faith and you're walking in the spirit, there's confidence and satisfaction and joyfulness and all that accompanies it. Amen. But none of that accompanies the other, yeah, right. the other actions. Now, if any moral law, if any moral flaw could be found in Jesus, it would have been found before Pilate. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'd have found it. Yeah, yeah. They'd have found it if there Amen. was any moral flaw. Amen. If there was any spiritual flaw, the law, Moses' law would have found. Mm -hmm. There was no flaw. Jesus once challenged the Jews. Which of you convinces me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? Yeah, well, that's a, it's a telling statement. Yes, Jesus says, Whosoever lives and believes in me will never die. Mm-hmm. So a person puts Jesus to the side, mm-hmm. doesn't live and believe in him. He's going to be asked on the day of judgment, yeah. Why did you do that? Amen. That's right. It's, it's, an, it's an inexcusable offense. Mm-hmm. Everybody understands that? Yeah. It's an inexcusable offense to ignore Christ. Yeah. It's inexcusable. Yeah. That's right. Yet yeah. there are people, I'm afraid there are people that are Christians because, because they, for charitable sake, they haven't been taught or they don't know. Uh-huh. They do things that Jesus says not to do mm-hmm. and they think in a way Jesus not to think. Yeah. That's why sound preaching is imperative, see? Preaching the truth and sound doctrine is imperative because it leads believers in how to live mm-hmm. and it leaves unbelievers with no excuse. Amen. You know, the, uh, nobody would say, well, if you don't follow the words of Plato, you're going to hell. See, yeah. Nobody would say that. Or you're going to be judged for it. Nobody would say that. But see, he's long gone. Jesus is alive right now, today, at the right hand of God. He's administering administrating salvation. So see, it's improper to ignore the one who is speaking from heaven. That's yeah. right. Amen. Yeah, if anyone treats Jesus 
any other way than king, omnipotent. Yeah. They're mocking him. Yes, amen. Well, Pilate's judgment belies that the Jews weren't simply punitive. They hated Jesus. Yes, right. Yes. Because mm-hmm. he told them the truth. Uh, I mean, for Pilate, it sounded like he was hoping that just humiliating Jesus, punishing him yes. would, yeah. was... He, he didn't realize how vicious unbelief was. But then he's charged. Mm-hmm. He's charged. He's guilty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Too. Yeah. In fact, there are some of them listed. The Jews, the Gentiles. Pilate and Herod are mentioned first. Yeah. Yeah. Pilate, Herod, mm-hmm. the Jews, the Gentiles. Yeah. They all judgment. conspired together. Yeah. Yes. And in, in this case, conspired mm-hmm. meant they... They didn't object. They went along. Yeah. Went along with it. But it any any way you look at it, this it took a hard heart yes. <laughs> to do this. You remember that the people said he had done all things well. <laughs> they couldn't see when he was ministering, they couldn't see anything wrong he did. He did everything everything was well. It was good and acceptable. Amen. But the scribes and Pharisees could only say, why do thy disciples transgress a tradition of the elders? They was not that. That was their their litmus test. Now this same type of criticism, and I hesitated to mention this, but I'm going to do it anyway, has been leveled at us. You can't let it affect you. You can't can't let it affect you. Criticism based on human interpretation tradition, such as why is your church named the Word of Truth Fellowship? That word names not in the Bible. Another why do women teach in your church? Another why do you take communion more than once a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I tell you this, I've, this has been for some time. Yeah. Now you can't get all upset about mm-hmm. stuff like this. I'm just yeah. showing to you that the same things that existed in Jesus' day still exist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Others refuse to fellowship with us because we use musical instruments. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just the same. This is the same thing. It's a mocking religion. God does not reject people because of these things. Amen. Yeah. So neither can we. That's right. Amen. It said of the Jewish leaders that the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. That's Luke 24. That's what the two on the road to Emmaus said. They knew what happened. The chief priest and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. Yeah, amen. He said of Pilate, so Pilate, willing to content the people, yeah. released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged to be crucified. So there was Pilate, he thought more of the people. Mm-hmm. 
than he did of this injustice. He knew this was not just. He knew this was not right. But he wanted to content content the people. There's still people that are willing to content people. And so they do things that are not admirable. It said to the Jews... Peter said this in the Solomon's porch, The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son, Jesus, whom you crucified and denied him in the presence of Pilate, who he and when he was determined to let him go. Yes, so that yes. Peter preached that right to their faces. That's right. In this matter, they were wholly guilty. Now behind it all, the God of heaven was the ultimate worker. It is written, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not freely give him all things? Now this is not intended to reveal to us what the Jews and chief priests and Pharisees uh-huh. and rulers did uh-huh. it rather explains what Jesus did yeah. uh-huh. they're charged with the guilt uh-huh. but the meat of the matter is what, what Jesus did uh-huh. this is why he submitted to the will of God yes. now God has a vast house a lot of a uh, personalities that work for him they're not all good he has honorable workers and dishonorable workers in this case God used the dishonorable workers see he's over all he's the king of kings and the lord of lords he's the governor of the nations so he's the one that used these people they were dishonorable vessels. The Lord knows how to deliver them that knows them that are his. But in every house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. God never uses honorable vessels to crucify his son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah. use honorable vessels to do that. Yeah. He doesn't use honorable vessels to denigrate his people. Yeah, right. yeah. Amen. The denigration of his people takes place, mm-hmm. but not by honorable vessels. Yeah. Those are dishonorable vessels yeah. that do that. Such works he employ in such works he employs dishonorable vessels who are aligned with the wicked when they accuse of the brethren. Now there's other dishonorable vessels used in scripture, mentioned in scripture, that God used. He used Pharaoh. That's right. He raised up Pharaoh. He was a dishonorable vessel to make his name great. And Pharaoh did make his name great cost him his life and his nation but he did the Midianites 
He used the Midianites to chastise Israel. He used dishonorable officials. He didn't use Israelites to chastise Israelites. He used the Midianites. He used Nebuchadnezzar, a dishonorable vessel. But see, he was he was under God's he was God's dishonorable vessel, working under the auspices of the devil. He used Cyrus, who was a dishonorable vessel, to help to build build the temple. He used the Romans, dishonorable vessels, to destroy Jerusalem and punish Israel. He even used the ark full Satan to test Job. Man, he found out that he couldn't. He couldn't make Job. He couldn't make Job curse God. He thought he could. Paul wrote to Timothy: If a man therefore purge himself from these, the these are the dishonorable vessels. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, mm-hmm. sanctified for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Mm-hmm. So while the dishonorable and honorable vessels are in the same house of God, mm-hmm. they're not to be in the same house with us. Yes, amen. amen. Mm-hmm. So when you find dishonorable vessels that are working against God and mm-hmm. making the saints of God miserable and mm-hmm denigrating the saints of God and talking against the saints of God. Mm-hmm. You just separate yourself from them. They're, yeah. not, they're not part part of you. Mm-hmm. No matter who it is. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be fit. Amen. God will use yes. you. So you never read any of the apostles or holy men of God that were close affiliates. No. With idolaters, this sort of thing. Yes, but come out from among them and be ye separate and touch not the unclean Don't touch thing, it. and I will receive you. Yeah. Amen. So see how valuable it is that God identifies in, in Scripture who and what kind of people are dishonorable. Yeah. He, he spells it out for you. So you're not fooled. Like when Corinth had a fornicator among them. This is not allowed. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it had voided their taking of the Lord's table. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. they tried to mix. That's right. Yeah. Yes. It says this Romans sixteen verse seventeen. Now I beseech you, brethren. Yeah. Mark. Mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. Yeah. Yes. For they are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of That's the That's right. Amen. Now that, for some, is a very difficult, <laughs> mm-hmm. difficult thing. But this is the mark mm-hmm. where, div- where, where division takes place. Somebody caused it. Yeah. Amen. Whoever it did, mark it. And he tells this is the Holy Spirit says, avoid them. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why? Because the damage is incalculable. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Anyone else tonight?
something we've experienced we've experienced some of this stuff so this this should mean something to us and and you'll be if you take this seriously what brother Dave just read you take this seriously and do this you will be criticized yes here you won't be criticized that's the thing everyone's going to be criticized either there or here yeah Let's just live for the eternal. Yeah. Amen. See, when you when you when you are serious about living for God, you're sober. You want God's criticism. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's right. You want Him to show you. That's right. Amen. The psalmist was ahead of his time. You understand? Uh-huh. David was ahead of his time, but. He sought God to search me and try me, see if there be any wicked way in me. Right. He, he yes. made diligent search, but they said that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. That wasn't enough just for me to make the search. Amen. He asked God Amen. to. That's what it, that's what a person who is approved of God. This is how he thinks and yeah, how he, he reasons. He he doesn't object if somebody points out. Yes. Amen. Amen. Brother Given, you, you made the point that uh, Pilate said that he was going to take Jesus and chastise him yeah. and compare that to the chastisement of the Lord for his sons. And that, I'm going to just provoke some thoughts. I haven't, yeah. I haven't anything important to say. It's just it was it was making the connections. In Hebrews chapter 12, uh, verse 5 through 
9 talks about the chastisement of God. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be pleasant. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Like yeah, Jesus, Jesus knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Made him, the thought of it in the garden causing him to sweat as it were great drops of blood. Mm-hmm. Amen. He had the victory now, but he knew what was coming, which minimized what he was experiencing there. psalmist wrote concerning correction and chastisement let the righteous smite me it shall be a kindness kindness. and let him reprove me it shall be an excellent oil which shall not break my head and you notice in scripture that no one was rebuked for the way they said things or how they said things Uh It's you, what they said. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Uh, made uh, made uh, quite a point. Uh, you mentioned blasphemy, and you made quite a point of mockery. Yeah. There is uh, there is some somewhat of a connection between the two. When you blaspheme, you revile or curse or offer indignities, but it's always directed at God. Blasphemy is always directed at God. It can be at God through, you know, like whenever they denied the the prophets and they spoke against the word of God. They were blaspheming. Mm -hmm. All right. Mockery has to do with deriding, making like coarse jesting, uh, Diminishing by ridicule, that sort of thing. Now, blasphemy comes first, and then mockery follows. A person, you won't be a mocker if you have respect unto God and His Word. If you're walking in in that clean and pure fear of God, you won't be a mocker. No. But uh, mockery also, you know, like uh, it's common, a common phrase that whenever uh, you look at it, when justice should be done, and then justice, everybody can see this was not just; it was overturned. They just went through the the steps and then came to the wrong conclusion on purpose. You say that was a mockery of justice. Yeah. So anything that that uh, looks like they go. It goes through the form, so to speak, and then when it's done, what it what it does is hold something up to ridicule. Mm-hmm. That's mockery. That's mockery. That's right. And yeah. and again, mocking can come in the form like whenever Jesus was on the cross. Whenever they said, "Well, he saved others," himself he can't save. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let God, let's see if God will come down and help him if he'll have him. See, we're mocking him. Right. And it was an intentional indignity yeah. directed at Jesus. Right. And it made them both blasphemers and mockers. Yeah. Yeah, mocking. Well, he's, Jude said that the they're false day. teachers and they weren't speaking against God. They, it, but they were speaking against the, the words of God's people. It was like an indirect. It wasn't 
They were speaking against the truth as delivered by the people of God. Yeah. Now they would mock the people, but the blasphemy was always directed about what God said or who God was. Like whenever, whenever uh, they gave the power of Jesus to cast out devils. Yeah. Uh, credit to Beelzebub, because he he cast not out devils except for by Beelzebub. That's what he talked to them about blaspheming the Holy Spirit. That they took the works of God and assigned it to something that was unclean. So uh, these are very serious things. What my point is that we are living in a day of both. People are are blasphemers. They're they're unashamed. They can't blush, and they blaspheme the Word of God, and they yeah. blaspheme the representatives of God. Now, well, another another word for blasphemy is slander. Yep, yep. Uh, and then there, of course, mockery. But see, in the last days, mockers are going to come. This, these things are going to uh, accelerate and and grow. And we live in a time that's just swimming with these things. Yes. Amen. So it's time to awake out of sleep. Yeah, amen. It's high time. Amen. Amen. Anyone else tonight? The Lord Jesus Christ went through a lot during this time. To say the least. Yeah, amen. <laughs> he, and he submitted himself to it. Right. He submitted himself to the mocking and the scourgings and the, and the bonds. Well, it wouldn't have happened if he hadn't submitted. Yeah, those that, those that follow Jesus do it in their measure. They do it too. They, yeah, amen. It says in Hebrews 11, others had a trial of cruel mockings and uh-huh. scourgings. Yes. They go over a bonds and interest. Yes, so amen. opened he not his mouth. That's yeah. right. Amen. Yeah, when he said, blessed are you when... when you're persecuted and reviled. That's right. For the, 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 those are strong words. It's not like somebody hurt my feelings. No, no. Amen. Amen. Not that we want to hurt anybody's feelings. Jesus can be, he's a faithful high priest. Yes, in all things. Yeah. Amen. Brother me before we enter into our time of prayer, would you say a closing word of prayer? Because I'm going to turn the live stream off that way they can. Now, okay. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for this text of Scripture. We thank You for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, amen. And for His faithfulness and stability and how He left an example for us to follow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bless us as we think about these things and ponder them and open them up to our hearts. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.